Friday night, let's have some fun. Let's get together and play a ton. With Matt and John, and Mike and Bill, I almost forgot that other Matt too. Hey, I'm John. Hey, I'm Matt. And together we're Friday, Friday Night, night Games. games. <laughs> we'll get that one day. We'll get that one day. Yeah, and together we also talk about everything board games. And sometimes we talk about games we played recently. Whoa, whoa. And today's topic is production value in games, which includes artwork, the finishes on the pieces, all everything that goes into all that stuff to make you buy the game. So over the weekend, I got to play a really cool game. Uh, it's called The Grim Forest. Have you heard about it? I have. It's actually a game on my list that I want to play. So I'm jealous that you got to play it, actually. Yeah, so I got to I got to borrow it from uh, Board Game Bill. So he actually got the Kickstarter edition, which has everything. It has like all the you know all the fancy pieces and all that stuff. So it, it production value was was through the roof. It was through the nice. roof. Nice. Do you know uh, what the, what it came with at all? You know, I have been seeing on uh, Instagram lately a lot of people wanting to start painting the minis that are in it. Oh man. Okay. So first of all, let me just say this: the miniatures are beautiful. They are fantastic. They do come not painted, but they are just so nice. They, they have like such high quality like artwork and you know 3D design that went into it. I'm just so impressed with them. I think with game, games with you know high production value, I mean I know that it's there. It's there to make us want to buy the game. Whether or not it's 100% needed is another story. Um, I'm sure that we'll get into that. But I know like games. A lot of a lot of games want to tell a story, right? There's some sort of theme to every game, um, and sometimes having a higher production value drives that theme home. You know, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, the game uh, Gearworks um, has a steam steampunk theme to it. But I feel like if I didn't have the playmat, uh, that would have been lost on me. So you, so the fact that it had that came with that playmat is one of the reasons why it really uh, stood out. Like that made the value of the game so much better right right it it, it doesn't come it it doesn't come with the playmat the playmat oh, is okay. is an additional add-on okay so have you ever played grim forest no i have not cool so um let's let's talk about a little bit what it is so it's produced by skybound games and created by druid city games basically you're trying to build the three little pigs houses made out of straw clay and wood and so to do that, you it's a hidden movement game to collect resources, and it's you against your opponents. Wait, it's a hidden movement game? It is a hidden movement game, yeah. So there's like a couple locations that have resources, and then you play a card that's face down to try and collect resources from there. It's really cool. I love hidden moving games. Yeah, it's actually really, really, really well done. So in the game, there's two other concepts. There's fables, which you draw cards from a deck, and you can play them on top of your hidden movement, and so they can affect... Uh, the location that you're moving to or whatever location they're deployed to and so forth they can either hinder or help you or other players and then there's and then there's allies which you draw as you build the walls of your house and they they can give you bonuses or do negative things to your opponents and when you draw them it's really cool you can choose to keep it or give it to your opponent so if you have a more powerful ally that you don't want to get rid of by accepting this ally you can actually give it to your opponent cool and the premise of the game is to just build all three houses which have a floor wall and roof and once you build all three you win it is a very nice. quick game it's about like 30 to 40 minutes it's, it's very easy to learn and honestly it's it's simple enough that i feel like anyone over the age of eight could play it 
and it's entertaining enough that even someone who's older like you know uh who likes strategy games would probably enjoy it they probably wouldn't enjoy the depth of it but they probably enjoy the game itself cool and one of the key concepts there was actually the art because <laughs> the game looks beautiful yeah like I've, that's what kind of drew me to it in the first place i kept seeing the high production value of the game you know i haven't really looked much into it other than just what i've seen picture wise on instagram oh it's yeah it's very like, photogenic. yeah it looks great you saw some of my pictures too it's a very photogenic game right if the pieces were painted it would be even better which i'm sure is what you see on instagram yeah for sure right but yeah no it, it's it was really fun we had a great time um although although its production value does come at a cost the game was delayed because they were trying to make a better insert to their box which actually they ended up going with game trays the game trays also does parks and they do a fantastic job of fitting everything in the box Plus, they have those little key little things where, like, they have, like, a bump where you put your cards on and you, like, push down to pop up all the cards. Like, just little things like that are just, like, life hacks <laughs> when yeah. you play a game, right? <laughs> so, sure. so that actually delayed the game a bit. And, uh, and, and in my opinion, it was, a, it was a good delay, like, for good reason, you know? Like, actually going into the box, seeing the production value that went in, I'm like, okay, this was totally worth the wait. Yeah, so I like I'm actually now as we as we speak, I'm going kind of through how people are painting these minis. Oh, really? And like people are adding like f- like fake grass to like the pig stands and stuff Whoa, like that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that um, is cr- that is a lot of effort, but really. Well, I'll say I'm gonna I'll send you the picture that I, that I yeah, just do it. Like, it's pretty good. So when you look at games with high production value like the Grim Forest, does that sway your decision to purchase that game at all, or does the price point of having that high production value kind of steer you away? You know, it really depends, right? Stonemaier Games is really... It, we talk about them because, you know, they make fantastic games to begin with. So their mechanics are really good. But they actually put a lot of production value into their games, too. Yeah. So I was playing Tapestry Solo a lot over the weekend. And uh, they have miniatures in that game also. But they're also pre-painted. And does it add value to the game? Well, if it's upping the cost, uh, I don't know. Like, like if I could have got Tapestry for $50... And instead of a miniature, I got a token. I think I would have totally been happy with that. I don't think I needed a miniature. Yeah, well, I mean, like when you when you back stuff on on Kickstarter, I've been noticing there's a lot of um, there's that option to get mm-hmm. the retail version or the Kickstarter version. Um, so the retail version would be the one that would have the token or the uh, cardboard player token or whatever instead. And you know, there's there's games that. There's games that I I wanted to back, but because of the such the high production value, I was intimidated to purchase it. Oh yeah, for sure. A game that could be like fifty dollars can now become you know one hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars, right? Right, Canadian. and you know, because we yeah because we <laughs> live in Canada, the exchange rate and the shipping is usually through the roof, and the dollar is just garbage right now, right? So makes it tough. I want all these beautiful games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it actually bring it actually makes us go to like look for different resources to buy actually on kickstarter i'm like ooh, shipping a canadian's 15 dollars american i'm like oh that adds like another <laughs> 20 30 dollars to that game right so i was like i don't know if i should be paying that so i've been looking through other means to try and get kickstarter games you know order right. ordering through like a board game store as opposed to ordering through uh, a website or ordering through kickstarter which is unfortunate but it's what it is is what it is you know for sure gotta adapt in in the grim forest they have those really nice pieces 
uh, the really nice miniature pieces, which people are decorating. And honestly, they're like, they're, they're more of a showpiece. You don't actually need them. They don't really supply a whole lot to the game. Uh, basically, you pick up a Fable card, and then the Fable card might have that character, and then you're supposed to put that character on the location that you deploy the Fable card to. But you could just put the card on that location. So, I mean, you could do that. So, I, so I don't know. Is it necessarily needed? It's like, eh. It's really cool to have. So, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to Skybound Games and Druid City Games. They put a lot of value into their artwork and into that and into like you know the production value of the game that it really makes it you know and to be honest with you the grim forest is a great game to play to begin with but adding those little little extra things like the miniatures and the and the and the beautiful art on the card and you know like how the game really added a little bit more to the game is it something everyone needs uh yeah probably not but i mean at the same time i think having miniatures for a game like that kind of maybe drives the theme home a little bit more than the cards would what do you think? Yeah, I think it does. I think you're right. Yeah. I also think, you know, and also if you, we were playing, t- I was playing a two player. If I had more players and maybe it would make sense, you know, you put the character down, pass the card around so everyone sees what it is. So, so I kind of get it. Yeah. So I think like having those pieces, I don't think it's a necessity. Like I still think the card could be placed down, but if you have a lot of people, then you really have, you, it's like a visual indicator. And I guess one of the cool things is that the pieces are really beautiful looking, which I'll post pictures of. The game looks really well made. Um, and I know they do. They put a lot of effort into making sure their games look beautiful. But not just well made, but a high attention to detail. Right. Right. And I think that, that you could see that with the game. So you have a good game and you have a very high attention to detail. It really makes, you know, puts the game a little bit over the top. And when you look at like the Stonemeyer games, they kind of have the same thing, right? Where. They have like the, you know, for Wingspan, they have that little roller, <laughs> the bird feeder roller, right? Oh, the dice, the dice tower. Yeah, yeah. Think about how yeah. awesome that is, right? That's not, you know, you don't need that. You don't need to have that. But it just, it kind of really makes the game a little bit over the top, right? You're like, wow, they really well, thought well, of everything. Well, it, ma- it makes sense, right? Like you're rolling the bird's food, so why not put it in the bird feeder? Yeah, and what? bird feeders huh? could be huh? a dice tower. Yeah, absolutely. No, it was <laughs> great. No, and that type of production value is great. I think that's great. Successful, you know, and and, and it's also successful to Grim Forest too. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's a lot of the stuffs there, especially when it's on Kickstarter. Like, hey, these are the things we want to put in the game, but like we obviously need to pay for it. So you know, the more backers we get we can put this into the game, right? You know, sometimes I think, and because, you know, the board game community is awesome. Like, a lot of the people in it really want to support their favorite board game publishers. So they're they're going to want to spend that money to support their board, their yeah. their favorite board game publishers, right? So I think, I think you know, Skybound and Druid City Games are, 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 doing, are doing something right when it comes to the production. Look, look at Wonderland's War that's coming out. Yeah, like the, you're right. The production value of that fantastic. game, holy crap, right? And we saw it at PAX South. Mm-hmm. That game looks beautiful. Yeah, they. Yeah, you're right. It definitely. I mean, it's not just a game; it's art. I mean, games are art, right. but it is like you're right. He's the games are mastering art at that point, right? Like it's just like they're beautiful, and even if you don't play that often, it's still a beautiful showpiece. Like it's very, you know, appeals, the art will appeal to a lot of people. So it's, it's beautiful to just have a very collector's item, (laughs) if you will. I mean, the, the games that really stand out, like Root has a high production value. Wingspan has a high production value. 
I feel like, oh, oh, I know a game that has a high production value that I really like. Unmatched. Oh, yeah. Unmatched has a super high production value. And you know what? And it is worth it because you do have pieces you move around the board. They easily can put a token. And some of them are tokens. But the main characters are always beautiful works of 3D art. So, you know what? That game truly has a fitting design. You know, their, their design is very fitting. It's a similar, right? Their art for the, each character is really nice and fitting of the character. And then each character has a 3D model that's beautifully done. Can you think of anything that you wish had a better, had a higher production value? Oh, I can. I actually did. Yeah. I'm staring at it right now. Uh, Epic Spell Wars, uh, Nihiligan, the deck building game. Okay. I wish, like, I know, and, and honestly, there could be a higher production value because if I got the limited edition, I could have paid. Actually, when I was there, they had it. You know that trophy? Oh, like the, the challenge yeah, the trophy? Yeah, I could have got yeah, the, yeah, like, yeah. $60 trophy for that. <laughs> I mean, though, although that game doesn't really need, like, it's just, like, you know, it's a card game. It doesn't need that. But maybe you can make, like, uh, some pretty sweet uh, player boards. <laughs> 3D engineered player boards. I don't know who would buy them. Me? <laughs> Me? <laughs> like, yeah, the artwork on that is fantastic. Um, yeah. This is a really, this is actually a really tough question, to be honest with you. Oh, I got one. I got one. Arkham Horror, the card game. Because you move around okay. the cards with uh, basically a small token. And I think like that could be a player token if you really wanted okay. it to be. Um, another game that has um, unnecessary value. I'm thinking, um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. How about you? You give me an answer. You know what? The, ga- the game that's coming to my mind that I kind of wish had a little bit higher production value was The Shining. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, like I mean, like honestly, that game was like it had a very low cost when I purchased it, um, so I wasn't expecting a high production value in it. But I was a kind of I was a little bit let down with the artwork of the game and how repetitive it was. I guess I feel like a little I would have paid a little bit more for a little bit better artwork. I I don't I didn't I don't care that it had just like regular pawn like uh, regular game pawns. That that's fine. That didn't deter me at all. But like the the artwork on the cards didn't sell me that much. Yeah, I can see you being disappointed. I think it. You know, a game like that should have like a little higher. Whatever. It was like a very low price point, so that's why I'm not super worried about it. You know, do do games need it though? I mean, like let's look at let's look at a classic game. A classic game. A classic game of five years ago. Uh, Azul, right? Okay. Does Azul need it? Like does it? Like Azul is a incredibly successful abstract family game which is accessible for everybody does that need a high production value i think it does okay and it, it has these very nice i don't even know what the material is but very nice tile pieces that you have to choose and lay onto uh the wall or whatever in the game and i do think that they need that production value and i was i was laughing because one of my tiles is like chipped yeah Yes. In the game, and I was like, "Oh, that's that's fitting for the theme of uh, tile <laughs> placing." And one when tiles fall, they break, right? So, yeah. I was like, "That's pretty funny." Yeah, I think I th- I one hundred percent think Azul needs that production value that they have. I don't. I wouldn't. I don't think I would. I don't think I would enjoy it if it didn't. Do you think that their production value is high on that game? Um, I wouldn't say it's like through the roof. So like, let's say let's the, say what, instead what, what's of high, uh, what's, what, what's what's high production in on the game is the tile pieces. Everything else is pretty standard, I think. Okay. So what if instead of like tile pieces, they had cardboard pieces, would you, would you think the same of the game or would it fit? Or you just feel like it just wouldn't. I don't think the, the theme would land with me. 
Yeah. And I don't think I don't think I'd enjoy it as much. There's something about reaching in that bag and hearing like the clanking of the tiles, um, the weight of the bag when you pick it up and stuff like that. I, that would be lost if it was cardboard. Yeah, I mean, I guess this is back to the original argument where we were saying that, you know, these are games, but at the same time, they're showpieces and works of art, right? Right, And and you got to invest into that side. And, and you know what, I I don't know. I, I don't, I mean, it really depends on what type of gamer you are. If you, if you care about that, then yeah, you're probably going to buy it. Like a game like The Grim Forest might be more appealing because it should already be appealing because it's a great game, but it might be even more appealing because you can get the artwork and stuff. Or sorry, you can get like those those pieces you could paint, those beautiful looking pieces, and the artwork's really well done, you know. And but if the concepts aren't solid, then it's it's still hard to win, right? Like like Azul is a very easy game to pick up and play. It has complicated ideas in it, strategy is there, but it, you know, does it need to have high production value? Well, I mean, it it needs to look nice, mm-hmm. right? It needs to look nice, but I don't necessarily think it needs to be. A you know, uh, the grim forest, beautiful. Every game that's been coming out or that I've been noticing has a really nice story to it. And the story has the, you know, a good theme and really having those, the, that high production value and having those minis or, you know, good player pieces helps me or for me helps drive that home. You need something to kind of stand out in the crowd. Right. And I think what people are doing now is just really making sure that their games have a nice a nice production value, especially if they're like a bigger public publishing company, you know, like smaller indie games. Like I can understand why they wouldn't, um, you know, keep their price point low. And uh, so they can attract more backers that way. Maybe their next game has a higher production value. I think like it always draws me and I'm, I'm always excited to see like, you know, what what's especially on Kickstarter too. like what's the what's the next unlocked? Oh, you know um, how I feel about unlocking things. yeah i know i know we i mean mean, we we both differ in that respect you know i'm 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 a number one like the game has to be fun i gotta enjoy playing it although the if the art is there it it better look nice if it doesn't look nice it's gonna you know take away from it like you're saying but if they have that little bit of the extra sheen and you know extra added uh love put into it then yeah i'm gonna it's gonna be even better i i enjoy watching the process of it uh, whether or not I think every game needs to have all those things in it. Is a you know, I'm impartial, but I like watching like a game like you kind of know is going to get all the, you know, their stretch goals unlocked, and just like kind of watching how they do it and like how they get in there or like. So I I I, I like that part of it, yeah, that aspect of it of watching it happen. But yeah, I think having a good a good production value not necessarily high is what's going to drive me to play your game yeah especially if if you're trying to sell a theme on me right so that's just me cool yeah well we didn't solve all the universe's problems today but we definitely came to some conclusion about production value did we <laughs> what's <laughs> yeah we like it <laughs> we like production value we do um i don't know <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't make the game cost too much, <laughs> but I do like it. <laughs> yeah, you know, as long as the as long as we find some uh, necessary use for the, the the production value, and not you're not just throwing it in there to make an extra buck, I guess is where yeah I would do it. But cool. Well, thanks for chatting with me, Matt, about the production value of games, and I really dig your uh, your input on the Grim Forest, and I'm gonna see if Bill will let me borrow it as well. So, yeah, if you're liking what you hear, don't forget to check us out at FridayNightGames.com. 
Um, and if you happen to have a game that you want uh, previewed on our podcast or on our socials, just shoot us a message. Uh, Matt and I will get back to you as soon as we can. We appreciate your time. Thanks a lot.